Dan's Driving Double Feature presents One Spooky Minute Spent in a Ghost House, Episode 4, Minute-by-Minute Podcast, covering spookies and ghost house. I'm your host, Dan. How are you all? I hope you're well. Let's dive right in here. We're doing uh, Spookies first here, and the previous minute of Spookies ended with uh, a kid in the woods in the middle of the night, a sort of cat sounds and owl sounds and creepy uh, music and um, the, the kid had stopped and was looking through his backpack for something and there's sort of like a cat man or something somewhere nearby it's a little tough to gauge where everything is in the vicinity of everything else right here but the previous minute ended with the kid kind of knelt down going through his backpack when he hears something turns I see a shot of like some wood slightly lit up with like cats and owls and etc listen to this starts a fight at that party, gets us all thrown out, embarrasses the hell out of us. Now he gets us lost out here in the middle of nowhere. What a jerk. Would you slow down, Duke? You know he doesn't know these roads like you do. You do know these roads, don't you? Later for you, Mars. So here's to you, Billy. Happy birthday. there's a lot to unpack in uh, this minute here Billy sitting down being scared camera moving around randomly in the woods Billy we find out it's his birthday hey it's the birthday of the little girl in ghost house too except she's about to get locked in her basement and Billy's out in the middle of his woods um, not his woods the woods by himself he's about to eat a snowball I I always thought the concepts of the snowball... I'm not a huge coconut fan. I always thought the concept of a snowball was better than the actual um, delivery of the snowball. I don't know. I guess that seems right if you call something a snowball. The actual thing itself. Because um, I like the gooey, marshmallowy stuff. I could deal with the coconut, but the cupcake portion was never as good as like a really good... like. Um, you know, one of those cupcakes like you used to get like at lunch in the, in the, in the line, you know, at, at, at school or something. You know, you get the cupcakes and they were kind of moist and everything. They were really good. But the cupcakes and the snowballs almost never were. And it was kind of disappointing. But they're such a great concept, though. And then when they color them pink or they color them green, I mean, how could you not want to take that and put it right in your mouth? Come on. Uh, so I understand. I understand Billy. He's... he's um. He's run away from home. He does mention something like, there you go, Mars, or, or something like that. I have no idea what that means. Were they, the snowballs made by, like, Mars, like the Mars bar, like candy people or something? Um, I didn't think they were. Uh, for a second, I actually thought he was referencing Erie, Indiana, but Erie, Indiana isn't on for another six or seven years after this, or more than that, I think. But, yeah, this poor kid. I was sitting out in the middle of nowhere in this strangely lit here and there woods and um yeah there's i thought i thought you you think like the cat 
man or the wolf guy or whatever is going to show up. But no, it's, it looks like, it's, it's interesting because whoever that is talking in the end is very, very far away, sort of in light, but they have him out of focus. And it looks like a guy, kind of, who knows Billy's name. And is looking over at Billy and, um, We'll talk about him more in the next minute, because we got the other goons in the um, in the in the cars, two cars to talk about. Um, yeah, we'll talk about more of the guy in the branches because um, he's, he's scaring Billy, scaring Billy on his birthday. And I mean, and the way it looks, obviously Billy's birthday didn't go well. I'm not sure if if you know Dad locked him in a basement after he killed the cat. I doubt it. I doubt it. Billy Billy seems a little too. Um, a little too worried. I mean, I do like the fact, though, that the first thing he pulls out to eat are those snow... I mean, you know, I, I say that as if he's he's sitting down to have a meal. He's wishing himself happy birthday. He probably couldn't... There, If 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 folks seem to have forgotten, then there would have been no cake or anything. So he grabbed the snowballs, which looked like they could be little cakes. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, when this guy... before If this guy hadn't shown up, if he would have put a candle in one of the snowballs and lit it. Um, does he do that? Does someone do that? I feel like that happens in a something. Someone takes a snowball, puts a candle in, like whatever. But so we got Billy. He's already scared enough from all the owls and the hoots, and now he sees this strange man quite some distance away. And like, like I said, they, they the way they shoot it in in the old VHS or the old copy I used to have taped off a of USA. Yeah, it was much. Um, it's much more difficult to see what the hell is going on when it cuts to sort of over Billy's shoulder and you see this this tree. And like in the crook of the tree, it's it's brighter than the rest of the space. And there's someone there. In, in this, you can kind of see that it's a guy. And you're like, is that a guy? Is that that cat guy? Or is that... What's going on? We'll find out in the next minute. We'll talk now about... Um, Two of my favorite cars full of people. Now, this this was a time period when you got a lot of people driving around, going to party. I mean, Night of the Demons is a good example. Uh, the Dead Next Store. No, not The Dead Next Store. Sorry. Um, this is a good movie. But um, The Dead Come Home. Um, uh, Dead Dudes in the House, a.k.a. Dead Dudes in the House. That, that one has, like, the two people going in the middle of nowhere. And I feel like all these movies were made in the same area. Um, did Girl School Screamers have two... No, Blood Sisters, I think they had a van. But but this is just a great time period for, like, cars full of people going to strange places. Now, now clearly, these two cars seem to be lost. The front car is Duke, his girlfriend, and I want to say three people in the back. Uh, the second car is Sam Watterson's brother, a woman in the front, and a couple in the back. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people. One, two, three, four. Yeah, nine people, I think, just driving randomly through the woods in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it, to, to me, I, I couldn't help thinking, I mean, this is around the time of Dolls. Maybe they're in Dolls territory here, but Dolls is a little um, swampier or something when they're driving through Dolls. I, I forget where Dolls was shot, but th this is definitely, this is, I forget where this is. I want to say this is like Jersey or somewhere like that, but I, I could be, I could be thinking of dead dudes in the house. Um the fun, the funny thing with the movies, we'll, we'll talk more about this. Is we'll talk more about the the making of the movie and things as we go. We're not, we're not gonna go too crazy again because by the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray, you get two Blu-rays, and the second one is nothing but fun. Well, well, one of the documentaries about Vipco, which is super fun, and the other documentary is about the making of this movie, which is which is crazy. And the um, 
I haven't watched it all the way through yet, but it's kind of like the um I mean it's as it's as definitive as sort of like the um uh the Street Trash Memories um um documentary on the Street Trash uh Blu-ray. Um which is like I think which I wanna say is longer than Street Trash is. And I don't know, where where did I go right there? But suffice to say Spookies is I've always said this, this the Spookies Blu-ray is fantastic. You wish every sort of film like this had uh, a Blu-ray that had this much attention to detail and this much love put into it. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so so and so in this minute we get this gang of, of people in cars and um, the people in the second car who we see first complaining about the guy Duke getting them thrown out of a party. Um, the couple in the front. I mean, they are Squaresville, baby. The people in the background look a little less square, but we don't see them well. Whereas the people, Duke and his girlfriend in the front, are clearly, they're like, they're like, you know, mid-80s sort of punk type people. And so when you see, like, like the people in the front car, Duke and his girlfriend, are mid to late 20s. And the people in the front seat in the second car are mid to late 40s and there's such a mismatch I mean, no, no, no that does not mean that they can't all be friends but the fact that they all I mean my, one's first thought is there's some it was some kind of costume party and maybe Duke and his girlfriend didn't get out of their costumes but then when we see them we'll see they're actually they're actually like this 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 is the most beautifully mismatched group of people you'll ever see and there's never a moment where someone says why are we all friends you know it's it, and we'll see it we'll see more as it comes i mean the, the thing about that scene was that you see the two cars you see the older couple in the suit well not that the, the woman isn't that much older but the guy looks to be you see the couple in the suits and then immediately cuts to like this punk couple and you're like what they're what's going on What's happening? And we'll learn more. As with the guy in the crook of the tree, we'll learn more in the next episode. So I will stop uh, here. Um, but yeah, so we've left off with these two cars full of people who may or may not be lost and are probably in the vicinity of the house. And then Billy about to have a snowball and there's some strange person nearby. So Ghost House, minute three, ended with the little girl in the basement. It's her birthday and she killed her cat. And Dad is very angry and is going to basically lock her in the basement in the dark. And let's listen to that minute. I pray the Lord to have mercy on your soul. Sam Sam does have have a point um, when his wife tries to you know you know she's our, she's a little girl she's her only child and she just killed her cat 
on her birthday with some scissors, I believe. So, um, that's not, you know, uh, you know, when I was a kid, maybe her age, yeah, maybe her age, I don't know, um, I killed a bunch of beetles. They were, uh, by the side of our house. Remember I talked about the basement? Last time they were by one of the windows of the basement. And it was just like, I was there one day, and there were just like a hundred of them, these little beetles just scrambling around and squirming around. And I kind of freaked out, and I killed a lot of them. Now, I'm not happy about that. You know, if I go to some sort of beetle hell, I'll understand exactly what's going on. But um, I was just a stupid kid, and I killed these little beetles, and I didn't mean to. Um, or maybe I did mean to. Maybe I'm, I'm horrible. But, uh, you know, I try not to. I mean, good gravy. Um, I think I've told the story before on here, but I, t I tell the time the uh, where um, I was uh, one of the um, the faucets for hoses in our around our house is kind of like under a bush, and so when you reach for it, you have to kind of reach under a space in the bush to turn the faucet. And one day, I reached under it, turned the faucet, and something small and black dropped onto my hand, and it had a little red on its back kind of like an hourglass and I slowly moved my hand back to myself and it was a black widow spider it had been in the bush and when I turned the faucet I bumped the, the faucet and it dropped onto my hand now it didn't drop out of the hand and go oh F this is Budnick's hand I'm getting him no it just dropped it dropped from one spot to another and that spot moves very slightly, and I kind of move my hand a little bit, and I, I put it right up against uh, a step, and um, the 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 spider walked off my hand onto the step, and then I got on with the business of the day, the whole time thinking a friggin' black widow spider just dropped on my hand. Did the beetles send this thing? I don't, you know, I don't mean them. Did the beetles with all ease? Uh, send this thing to drop on my hand and you know but it could have been I mean I, I could I could have I could have like when it when it got off of me when she got off of me and got onto the step I could have poof, slammed her with a with um, a shoe or something but I thought ah, why do I don't I don't have I don't have the right to do that you know and and you know I never killed a cat and I'm hoping that maybe the little girl after killing the cat maybe won't want to do it again i guessing from the fact that one of the main images of this movie is a little girl with a crazy look in her eye and a giant clown doll means she's not the good guy in this situation or the good gal in this situation so mm, dad locks her in dad seems to have a different accent or something when he's he's yelling at her in the basement about god protect your he sounds kind of southern and which well no this was made in boston right in the boston area so he wouldn't have been southern oh we could have been southern i'm sorry southern folks go to massachusetts um but but it's funny because like when he's talking to his wife i'm trying to think what accent is that they're doing is that like a mass and I've thought, no, not really. What kind of accent is that? You know what kind of accent it is? It's a film mirage accent. You watch enough film mirage movies, you will hear voices. I mean, you you get used. To, I mean, like though that looks like. I mean, most of this 
movie I don't think is is post dubbed. I don't believe, but that looks dubbed right there. That looks dubbed. That 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 chat between the two of them, and at this point the um the folks we loved who used to dub all the movies in the seventies and early eighties, you know, oh mama. I, you know, all the, all the, oh, Michael, and you got a bug in your hair. Irma! You know, all those great, um, all those great people used to, all the awesome voices. Um, I don't know that they're around anymore doing stuff. I mean, this is what, 88? When was Miami Horror? That was like 86, and that's one of the last ones I can think of with the whole gang there. Do, 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 do. Um, but yeah, it, it's just, it's just kind of funny to see, like, are you the same guy who was just yelling at the little girl and turned out the lights and left her in the basement because, you know, you you don't sound like him. And I do like, uh, like I think she's possessive or whatever. And she's just a little girl. She's our only child. What's gotten into her? You know, it's like the like I said, the mom doesn't seem to fully understand the she stabbed her cat to death with scissors. Kids don't normal. Kids don't do that. I mean, they don't. They don't. This this child might be crazy. Uh, and I, you know, I don't know that there's a lot really to talk about in this minute because obviously something's going to happen shortly. And they turn out the lights and the girl instantly, um, it's, it's she instantly goes and picks up this clown, which seems to be the size of her. And in the dark lighting of the room, its eyes seem to move or slightly close or something. that I don't think they are, but that's the way it kind of looks on the Blu-ray. Um, it's nice because it's like the, um, it reminded me of in, um, oh geez, I forget the gentleman, the, the guy who made Scarecrows in 88, all those shots of the Scarecrows hanging in the field in the darkness where the camera kind of pulls in on them and you watch them and you go, oh, it moved. No, it didn't. That was just the wind. <gasps> Did it eyes? No, it didn't. And it's that, that's kind of what this reminds me of because you sit there going, did that Scarecrow move? And as far as I know, like... Whenever they take one of those shots in Scarecrow, like the close-up of the Scarecrow hanging there, the Scarecrow never moves. It's just the wind or it's your own imagination. And I don't think the doll's moving here. It's just a big creepy doll that, that's catching reflections off of its doll eyes in different ways. And I guess I'll close out this this minute by saying, um, so, the, so, so, so yeah, so Spookies, we get this car full of two goofballs going somewhere or other and we get Billy trying to eat a snowball and a weird man who may be a cat man off in the distance in the crook of a tree and in this one we get the little girl locked in the basement mom doesn't seem you know ready to get her out of the basement he just you know wants to clarify what's happening you know she's not she's our child she's not possessed whatever 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 that's the and, and my my and my I I think you learn what you learn in this is, if someone locks you in a basement, in the dark. You either one must be the most self assured person, in the world. Or two, you have to make sure you're friends with the most evil thing in that basement. Just just my advice to you. Make friends with the evil thing in case you get locked in the dark because the evil thing will help you out. So that is, is episode four of this, whatever this is. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Again, the next minute, I guess we'll find out who the heck this creepy guy is talking to Billy and his snowballs. And um, and then we will talk to... Um, and then we will 
something else will happen with Ghost House, something murderous, most likely. So be good to yourselves, everyone.